In this episode, I'll be sharing three lessons I recently learned that help successful manifestations. So let's get started. Hi, I'm Katie, and after many years as a struggling single mum, I transformed into a highly successful manifester with multiple businesses, better relationships, financial abundance, and way more peace, joy, and happiness in my life. Each week, I share the real secrets around how to manifest successfully, as well as the amazing and sometimes crazy lessons I've learned along the way, so that you can apply it all to your own manifesting, transforming your life from the inside out. This is That Manifesting Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of That Manifesting Podcast. I'm Katie. If it's your first time listening or you haven't been here for a while, then I'm a manifesting mentor and I help single parents, solo people, single empty nesters all across the world to manifest the things that that they can't stop thinking about. So welcome along. I haven't been around for a little while. It's a couple of months. I've been super busy with my other business. Actually, there's been a lot going on that I'm going to share in future episodes, different things that I've had to deal with and really just taking that time to work through certain things to keep my focus on the future that I want to manifest, which is all about helping you to achieve what you want in your life. Anyway, enough about all of that. I have recently been away and it was fabulous. I went to Marbella with some of my favourite girlfriends and we just had the best time. It was to celebrate one of our friend's birthdays and if you haven't been to Marbella, it's in Spain and it's really beautiful. There are all these yachts, like super yachts. I love that show. I don't know if you've seen it, um, Below Deck. I'm obsessed with it. And so I was looking at all these yachts and I wasn't interested in who owned the yacht. I wanted to see the crew. <laughs> so that was really fun. But whilst I was there, there were certain things that happened and it really brought to life to me certain manifestation lessons that we should all be implementing in our lives to help our manifesting be more successful and to actually get the results that we wanted. So in this episode, I thought I would share the three things that I learned in my Marbella trip that I know have really led to more successful manifestations in my own life so that you can take them and apply them to your own life. So the first one actually surrounds the beginning of our trip. So we had our flight, we were all happy, having a great time, sitting on the airplane. And all of a sudden, I could feel that the plane was coming down, not not in a bad way down, as in it was starting to get lower, as if we were landing, but we'd got like an hour left of the flight. Then the captain came on and said that we were having to land in Madrid. And the reason for that was that there was a big storm in the airport where we were headed, which meant that it was too dangerous to to continue the flight. None of us had an issue with that. We were all thinking, yep, we'd rather be safe. Take us where you need to go. So off we went to Madrid. Now, straight away, what was interesting was 
everybody started reacting very, very differently around us. Understandably, there were people with children and they were visibly concerned about what was going to happen. When were they going to get to Marbella? There were other people, groups of like hen parties and stag parties, whatever they were, that that were really annoyed and verbally sort of speaking how annoyed they were they weren't backwards in for coming forwards about about what they felt about the situation the group that I was with we just decided to look at it as do you know what we want to be safe so we'll figure it out when we get there so we landed we landed in Madrid airport and we sat on the runway for a while and again these different reactions were taking place all around us so we were all on the plane going through the same thing but we were all reacting totally different some people were very relaxed others were asking the air hostess can we get more drinks we were just kind of sitting and chatting with each other there were people that were really angry it was all all the emotions all in contained in this one plane so then we get off the plane and we go into the airport and I won't go into the whole ins and outs but it very quickly became apparent that the airline had no intention of helping us to reach our end destination and pretty much told us you've got to figure out your own way there. We can't do anything to help you. So we were stuck in Madrid, which is around seven hours, we thought, on a coach, possibly about five, six hours in a car, quite a long way. We started having a look, taking action, like, what can we do? What can we do about this? We look for flights. Obviously, they soon learned that there were lots of people looking for flights the prices skyrocketed so a flight was out of the question same with hotels we're thinking okay we'll stay here for tonight and figure it out in the morning but the flights the the hotels everything was just going up and up and up and up in price until it was like a thousand pounds just to get a hotel room in in a crappy apartment we figured that that wasn't an option either What was happening at the time was there was this poor guy from the airline and he was really young and he was stood there sort of trying to help as many people as he could, but not really having anything that he could help people with. And there was, again, all these different reactions. I totally got that families with little kids and everything like that were really upset because they'd got small children to try and sort out. It must have been quite stressful. But then there were other families that immediately sort of sat down and got games out and were playing and trying to keep the kids occupied. There were adults that were travelling in groups and they were shouting at this poor guy really trying to get him to do something that was not in his control. Then you'd got people like us that were, we were laughing one minute and then sort of looking a bit bewildered the next. But through it all, we we kind of kept each other going and kept each other positive. In the end, what we decided to do was we decided to get a train. And the thing is, though, the train wasn't going to be available until the following morning. So by this time, I think it was about 11 o'clock at night and our train was eight o'clock the next morning. We quickly resigned ourselves to the fact that we were going to be sleeping in the airport. And I'm not one for public sleeping. I can't sleep on planes. I can't sleep anywhere so I soon became the person that stayed awake and monitored the bags while my friends sort of had little cat naps here and there 
And whilst I was sat there, I got to thinking and I thought, this applies to manifestations because how you choose to approach a situation will determine what you feel about it and also the results that you get. Now, we could have quite easily got into the airport and got really angry and got upset with each other, maybe fallen out. But we decided not to do that. We decided to stick together. We decided to look at the best of the situation, to laugh wherever we could. And actually, in some points, I laughed that much. I was crying with laughter, even though it was quite a sad situation for us. We were only there for the weekend and we spent the whole of the first night in the airport, but we still chose to make the best of it. And actually, when we all look back on that weekend now, we can look at the night in the airport and find it highly entertaining, see it as a bonding moment for our friendships where we actually got even closer and got to know each other even more. And we just had fun with it. And that is so important when it comes to manifesting because life isn't always going to be the way you want it to be. Things aren't always going to happen the way you expect. You're going to get these bumps in the road that come up as you go along. But what's important is about how how you react to a situation because if you let those feelings of negativity, if you let the story and the narrative be something that is dreadful then that's the place that you're manifesting from. So naturally, you're going to start to attract more situations that make you feel dreadful and crap and sad. I honestly believe that the way we approached that night in the airport said a lot about then how we felt, A, as a friendship group, but also about the rest of the weekend. It really set the tone. We decided to look at it positively and to treat it as another part of the adventure and the experience. And that then flowed through the rest of the weekend. So we ended up having an amazing time. Now, I do want to say, I do want to say again, so don't don't at me, but I know it's hard if you've got kids with you. You know, I don't for one second think that that was an easy situation with small children. We were lucky. It was just a group of adults. But there were other groups of adults who were just as well going for a weekend away, but chose to maybe take it in a different context and see it as something horrific. And I dare say they're probably looking back at that weekend now and thinking that that night in the airport was dreadful and it's really taken away from the experience of their weekend. But for us, we chose not to do that. So that would be lesson number one. You have to take life's rough and smooth moments, but know that something better is coming And you get to choose how you react to a situation. And often the choice that you make, even with things that are outside of your control, that is the place that you will start to manifest from. If you choose to look at something with positivity and joy and finding the moments you can cry, laugh at, then that's the place you'll manifest from. And that's got to be more enjoyable for everybody, right? So that was it. That was the first part of the, the, the journey and the biggest lesson I learned through that.
The second thing that really struck me was on our first proper night there, which should have been our second night, but was actually our first night, we went into Old Town Marbella. And if you've ever been there, it is absolutely beautiful. There are all these little narrow cobbled streets and they've got these beautiful little shops on either side and there's restaurants and cafes and the lighting is beautiful and you turn a corner and all of a sudden you see this church that that is just stunning to look at and so yeah we went into Marbella Old Town and we were looking for somewhere to eat and we found this wonderful restaurant and it was set out in like a market square and it was stunning it was so beautiful we sat down and we ordered our food and if you knew this group of girls we love absolutely love to laugh we constant we all share the same sense of humor we're all very different as people but we all when we're together we just laugh all the time it's just for me it's a it's a magical group of friends I just love them all so much and so I I guess I was thinking oh we'll probably have that sort of dinner where we sit and no doubt start laughing and crying and just making jokes all the time but actually something really unexpected happened we sat there and through the natural course of telling telling each other stuff about ourselves we all started opening up and being really vulnerable about things that had happened in our past that had really shaped the people that we were today and for me it was amazing because I not only got to learn so much more about my friends and really what's led them to to where they are now, but I also realised that from sharing my own story, I could really look back and realise just how far I'd come. And I realised that I no longer used my story as a way to keep myself stuck in a comfort zone what I could have done is certain things that had happened in my past I could use that to keep me in a place of negativity and pessimism about the future and what I could achieve but actually I've learned to use it as a lesson a lesson to see what I can do to push myself forward into the future that I actually want And that's a really powerful lesson to remember. Quite often things that happen in our past, not always in our control. We are at the mercy of what other people are doing in their lives or how other people choose to treat us. But where the the opportunity lies to take back our power is when we decide what we will do with that story. Will we use it to keep us stuck where we are Or will we use it to push ourselves forward and move into a brighter future? Now, I can look back at my past and think, I wish this hadn't happened. I wish I hadn't met this person. I wish I hadn't got myself involved in this situation. But actually, as I sit here now talking to you, I can hand on heart say, that I wouldn't be the person I am today without all of that stuff. And as painful as it was, and as difficult as those lessons were, I can now see looking back that they were necessary to get me to where I am. I feel that my purpose in life 
is to help people like you that's listening to this to manifest the life that you've always wanted. And I don't think I would have followed that path had I not been through what I've been through in my past. My lesson here, and I guess my message to you is, if you're going through a really tough moment right now, or you're having trouble moving on from a difficult past, just remember that something has happened for a reason. It doesn't mean that you deserved it. It doesn't mean that it was something that should have happened to you. But you have the power to take back control of how you see that situation and what you do with it. And that is very much what I learned. I have taken my past and I'm using it to fuel a brighter future. And that is exactly what I want for you too. Okay. So that was the second thing that I learned was about the power of owning my own story and using it for something good in the future rather than letting it eat me up inside. And the third thing, this was probably my most favourite. We got to talking and I told the girl whose birthday it was, I said to her that I had never, ever seen a sunset on the beach and she said to me that it was one of her favorite things like she used to she she said that she chases sunsets wherever she goes and I just thought that was beautiful and I thought Do you know what it's something I really really want to experience so that's what we did we went to the beach just before sunset and we found this beautiful beach bar and we all ordered a cocktail and we just sat chatting and I got to experience my first ever beach sunset and it gives me chills right now. And I know that that might be something really, really simple to a lot of people. But for me, it was magical. I chose to find magic in that moment. And that's such an important lesson for us all. I am quite guilty of letting things pass me by and thinking, oh, that's nice. Maybe it's a beautiful full moon or that taste of your first coffee of the morning and it's just yum. And you can quite often just forget about it. But actually a big part of our human experience is finding the magic in every moment and just giving yourself, even if it's a few seconds, just to appreciate it. That first ever beach sunset for me is etched into my brain forever. I will never, ever forget that first time that I sat on a beach and watched the sun go down and saw all the beautiful colours and I've seen sunsets before at home, but there was something about seeing it from a beach. And it was the simplest of moments, but the most magical of moments. That was a big lesson to me to to remember to find the magic in every moment. And you might be wondering, okay, but how does all this stuff really help you to manifest? So that's what I'm going to cover now. So first lesson, take life's rough and smooth moments in anticipation of what's come in and you get to choose how you react to a situation. This is driving your manifesting results because this is all about how your subconscious mind reacts to situations. As you know, if you've listened to me for a while, your subconscious mind is where you manifest from. If you're taking it in that this is crap and this is awful and this is horrible and 
I choose to be angry in this moment, then that is what stays within you. And that is where you start to manifest from. When you can look at something differently, then you start to manifest different results and you get results based on how you feel subconsciously. The second lesson about owning your story, realising how far you've come, not using your story as a way to keep you stuck in a comfort zone. Again, this is about the identity piece. If I chose to be a victim and remain a victim of my past, then that's what I would have manifested more of. I would have manifested more opportunities to be a victim, more opportunities to to relive that terrible story over and over again. Remember, manifesting is a mirror. What you put out in terms of your subconscious thoughts, your identity, your actions, your beliefs, that is what you get back into your life. When you choose not to let your story define you in a negative way, then your manifestations become so much more powerful because you're stepping into the person you you were destined to become, not staying in the past, getting the same results over and over again. And finding the magic in every moment, that really links back to gratitude, which is incredibly important when it comes to manifesting. It's not the be all and end all. You have to have all the other stuff. But gratitude undoubtedly is incredibly important when it comes to manifesting. If it feels like just an average day and you're finding it hard to find something to be grateful for, look out the window, see what's outside. Is it the beautiful sun? Is it the magic of autumn where leaves are changing and things are just happening in the world? Is it seeing a beautiful sunset? Is it that first sip of coffee in the morning? Is it hearing your child's laughter for the first time that day? Whatever it is, whatever little moment you can find to have magic in, then find it. And be grateful for it and appreciate it because, again, that's the place you start manifesting from. The more things you can find to be grateful for, the more your subconscious mind recognises that life is beautiful. Yes, it's filled with challenge, challenging moments, but there is magic in every single moment if you look hard enough for it. So that's it. That's it from me for today. I really wanted to share just what I'd learned really from from that Marbella trip. And it was just a reminder of three really important lessons that I know have really helped me to transform from being that unaware manifester where I got everything that I didn't want into an intentional creator where I am taking control of my life and I am manifesting the things that I really, really want to achieve. I hope it's helped you. As always, if you want to connect with me outside of the podcast, then do Instagram is always a great place to find me. The the name is The Manifesting Mindset. That's where you'll find me on Instagram. I'll see you next time. So that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me. If you've enjoyed listening, I'd be so grateful if you'd subscribe and leave a review because it really does help me to reach more people. I've left some links in the show notes so you can connect with me or you can grab one of my manifesting resources. Until next week, sending you lots of love, light and manifesting vibes.